This is Toledo Symphony Lab, a behind-the-scenes look at the world of classical music from WGTE Public Media and your Toledo Symphony. I'm Brad Cresswell. Joining me today are the Toledo Symphony's president and CEO, Zach Vassar, principal second violin and artistic administrator, Merwin Sue, and the TSO's marketing director, Felicia Canny. Welcome, everybody. Our pleasure. Hello. Today we are talking about Schubert, and Schubert is coming up on the next chamber concert from the TSO that's happening Sunday at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Toledo Club in downtown Toledo. The string quartet number 15 of Schubert, that's his final quartet. We're also going to hear music of Jean-Francais and Camille Saint-Saëns. More information at ToledoSymphony.com, or you can call that box office number 419-246-8000. Okay, so... The whole episode today, we're going to talk about Schubert. Schubert, an amazing composer who wrote literally hundreds of songs in the 31 short years that he was on this earth. Also some amazing symphonies, some amazing chamber music as well. So we're going to uh, dive into the world of Schubert, and I want to start with a few fun facts. He was uh, 5 feet 1 inches tall. That's 3 inches shorter than his idol Beethoven. And Felicia is... <laughs> She's very excited. Yeah, uh, that's wonderful. Exact same height, right? Yeah. Same age. Yeah, oh, The much. Schubert Club. Yeah, yeah, well, hopefully... How very Schubertian of you. Hopefully you'll be with us a little bit longer than <laughs> Schubert. <laughs> yeah, we pretty much have one minute per podcast for the year of his life. So. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Let's, we could just go chronologically through his entire <laughs> life. The first few years might be a little... Uh, might we'll go speed quick. through yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> Forgettable. <laughs> Are you but, saying something about our podcast? No, no, no. <laughs> saying something about Schubert as a baby, uh, right. you know. I mean, what could he do? Shake a rattle? Play a kazoo, maybe? Maybe. Something like that. Yeah, yeah we'll bring that in later. Um, it's like Chekhov's gun. <laughs> <laughs> so Schubert, fun facts. He died when he was 31. He was five foot one inches tall. He was discovered by Antonio Salieri. A lot so of people really, think of yeah. Salieri as like, you know, Mozart's nemesis, but mm-hmm. he was like... The, the big go-to teacher for musicians in Vienna at the time. Uh, Schubert, also one of the few successful Viennese composers who actually was born in Vienna. Many of mm-hmm. them, you know, came from outside Vienna. Now, here are some statistics. He wrote over 600 songs, eight symphonies, 22 piano sonatas, 35 assorted chamber works, many short piano pieces, six masses, and 15 operas. If you just look at the songs alone... Mm-hmm. He would have been composing three songs a month for his entire composing career because he composed for about 17 years. So uh, this was a prolific composer, right? Uh, one of his biographers said that uh, it, it seemed like he knew from the very get-go that he only had a limited amount of time to write all of this music. Uh, quick quiz. Do you know what his nickname was? I'll give you a choice I... here. It was it was a vegetable nickname. He was either an onion Mushroom, potato, or a turnip? Which one of those was Well, his he nickname? was a fun guy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Yes. He is a little mushroom. Ba-dum-bum. I don't have that ba-dum-bum uh, effect on my soundboard. Yet. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> That's as close as I can get. Such a, a fun guy. So your point is the little he, he was called yeah. the little mushroom. He wasn't, he wasn't Ernie and Schubert? No. All right. No, but that reminds me of something funny that we used to have an announcer here who insisted on calling him Schubert. Schubert. <laughs> it would actually fit the rest and of our concert. Francais, Saint-Saëns. Schubert, Schubert, yeah. It would be very nice, yes. But I had to write in the uh, the, the log that announcers look at Schubert, as in Bert and Ernie, right? <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. yeah, great minds think alike. 
So to kind of break the ice here, to get things moving, I have uh, created a special quiz for us this morning. It is a two-round quiz. So we have one part that we're going to do up front, and uh, that is what I've passed out these little pieces of paper. On on this piece of paper that I've given you, you'll see several names of composers in alphabetical order. We've got Bach, Beethoven, Borodin, Mahler, Puccini, Schubert, and Tchaikovsky. I've never seen these names. And what we're going to do There's a dangling Chad by one of mine. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're not in Florida. Um, Chad Puccini. Yeah. (laughs) Chad Puccini. Uh, Chadkowski, maybe. Chadkowski. Yeah. (laughs) So here's how it works, right? I'm going to play a uh, sort of a supercut, a a miniature supercut here. It's a couple of minutes long, and it is all pieces of music that were left unfinished by these composers that you have mm. written down mm-hmm. here on this piece of paper. So what you have to do is put them in order. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm surprised Bruckner is not on here. Well, we didn't have that much time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to start. I'm going to play it. We'll let it run all the way through. I mean, you can talk during it if you want, but uh, no sharing of notes, no cheating. And uh, just write, you know, you can write the numbers next to them if you want so that we know you what. You presume we have writing implements. Yeah. I'm pricking my finger as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) You got one. Everybody have a pen? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Ready? Steady. Go. One of your sound effects? Somebody? Huh? I don't think so. Oh, on the on the. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's the bonus. The bonus.
This is the last one. <laughs> That's how it ends. That's how the composer left it. Anyway. Unfinished. <laughs> wow. So let's go back and, and maybe just say I did the, horribly. The, see the, the composer list I gave you was actually unfinished because I left off one of the names. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily on purpose, but uh yeah, that's how it ended up. I thought it was appropriate. Can yeah. can you tell me Leopard who the, the unfinished composer was? Yes, Felicia. Mozart. Mozart. It was Mozart. So I love how competitive you get. So I Felicia, let, let's I go know. back. Let's go back, Felicia, <laughs> and you list off the composers. Uh, well, let me make sure that I've got this right. Yeah. Okay. You list off the composers in order for me, please. Oh gosh. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> go, number. Go ahead. Number one. Beethoven. <laughs> That's right. Two. Puccini. Keep going. Three, Mahler. Keep going. Four, uh, Tchaikovsky. Oh, <laughs> you got so close. Okay, Merwin, let's hear from you. I had four is Schubert. Mm -hmm. That's right. Five is Borodin. Oh. I had four is Schubert. Five is Borodin. Mm -hmm. um, six is Mozart. Right. Then... Eight is Bach, and I'm skipping seven because I think it's Mahler, but I think I'm wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Zach, one last chance. Your turn. Okay, so I think we got... Uh... He could change his answers right now. Sorry, so we're, we're agreed through, right? So we have yeah, one is Beethoven, president. two is Puccini, three is Mahler, four is Schubert, five is Borodin, six is Mozart, seven mm. is Tchaikovsky, eight is Bach. Yay! Good job. Yeah, that's right. Can you name any of the pieces? I mean, we know we got the Mozart Requiem, right? Curier from the Requiem. We ended yeah, with Art of the Fugue. Art of the Fugue. Yeah. Art of the Fugue, yeah, by Bach. Uh, is that uh, from Palavitzian? Pa yeah. 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 Palavitzian yeah. dances from Prince Igor. I didn't realize that was unfinished. Yeah, he left Prince Igor mm -hmm. unfinished, and it was finished by Rimsky Korsakov uh, and his, oh. his friends, yeah, the opera. And Turandot also, sure. the opera yeah. left unfinished. Now, what was the Mahler But not piece? finished by Rimsky-Korsakov. <laughs> <laughs> no, Mahler was Mahler's 10th. Yeah. What a gorgeous moment that was. Right. Yeah. The, only Something the first movement exists. That the Toledo Symphony has never performed. Wow. Not on one of our subscription series, but we actually have played it at the University of Toledo. Really? The whole yeah. thing? Yes. Just the first movement? I believe the whole thing. Yeah. Cook? I'll have to check it. that. Yeah, Do you know what the Tchaikovsky version. piece was? Uh, that was a, a movement from a string quartet that he wrote. Mm. He never finished it. it. It was his first attempt to compose a string quartet. So, See what happens when you try new things? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't get very far. Well, Zach is the winner of that round. But but wait, there's more. On all of our things. One of the fun facts that... <laughs> Standing on the shoulders He's of giants is right what I'm now. thinking. <laughs> one of the fun facts that I did not say uh, about Schubert was that one of his favorite party tricks... Was to play his songs on a comb with paper in it. So it was oh. like, you know, an 18th century Viennese kazoo kind of thing or early 19th century. So, you know, Brad, I always carry a kazoo with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I got it right here in my pocket. Yeah, See? especially. Look. It's amazing because everybody has a kazoo with them this morning. Oh, no. Um, Merwin, do I, you have a kazoo? <laughs> I do, actually. Yeah. Yours is red. 
Wow. It's fancy. You know, there's two things that you always want to bring into the world is a kazoo and clean underwear because you never know <laughs> what, what's going to happen, right? Does one require the other? <laughs> <laughs> Not getting into that. But, uh, yeah, we handed out kazoos. Everybody picked their favorite color. And so in the spirit of Schubert uh, doing like, liking to play his songs on what was at the time pretty much a kazoo, uh, we are going to continue with our unfinished quiz, but we're going to have an un-unfinished quiz. So see if I can make this as confusing as possible. Well, what's what's going to happen right is now, by the way. you're going to hear you're going to hear the first part of a well-known piece of music. It's going to stop, right? Like musical chairs stops, it's going to stop, and then you have to complete it on the kazoo. You have to play what the next part is. But this is a can we do a tutorial first? Well, yeah, I, I will give you an example. Okay, no, I. I meant uh, a tutorial to... <laughs> on how to play the kazoo. Okay, uh, try to hum yep, into first it. First, you have to mm-hmm. loosen your necktie. See if you can hum into it. I know I'm not trying to blow through it, but, but just hum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now open your lips. Put it in there. Mm-hmm. You did you it. You got it. Okay. Try All again. Right. Try again. That was really unnatural. This feeling. is riveting radio <laughs> try, right now, try it again. Yeah. This should be televised. There it is. Okay, now, here's an example. Listen up. I'm going to play the first part of a piece of music. Listen to see if you know this one. So. <laughs> I will never be able right? to respond to any of see, these. No, we'll try it. Try to play it. Wait. <laughs> The nice actually, thing is, is that- actually, I have to say you were wrong because that was not Mozart. That was P.D.Q. Bach. <laughs> Get it? I like so it. So there, there are a few little twists and turns. Very nice. Here and there. I but just this- want everybody who's listening to know that Felicia is trying so hard. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> okay, keep going. Keep is going. It- okay, here we go. So we're in the actual quiz now. I have- I'm going to do three examples and I'm going to assign them to, to each one of you to have to do this so we don't have a kazoo free-for-all, right? <laughs> and, and these are all by members of the, that first Viennese school, right? So we're talking Mozart, Haydn, and Beethoven. Beethoven right. also. So. Okay, Beethoven. so we're going, to start with, we're going to start with you, Felicia. Oh, my gosh. Okay, you ready? <laughs> this should be pretty easy. Here's your, here's your clue. <laughs> Anticipation. What comes next? On the kazoo? On the kazoo, yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, Just try it. Mm. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay, everybody all together. Here we go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Wow, that, I'll never be able to hear that symphony again the same way. <laughs> Okay. You know, he really wanted a surprise. He didn't want to sort of like... <laughs> Just air blowing through a tube. I mean, it was edge of oh, my seat my. drama. It really was. <laughs> All right, Merwin, here's yours. Ready? Oh, I can't top that. We all try to gather our composure here. 
the composure is Beethoven. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> That's the second violin part. It must be. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to do multiple voices. I was thinking, yeah, multiple voices. I was trying to do multiple yeah, voices. The kazoo it. is gotcha. a multiphonic. Gotcha. Yeah. Two von throat kazoo, right? <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Slightly different key. He was playing the Canadian pitch. Yeah. <laughs> a equals 220. <laughs> Okay. It's still an A. Then 220, <laughs> 220 still an 440 A. would still be the 220 same. 220 still an A. Okay. It's really 280. All right. Zach. Oh, wait. The A's come after in here's, Canadian. Here's Zach's turn. <laughs> A. <laughs> 220. A. <laughs> okay. I hope that, that listeners are laughing at us, too, because we're having a great time laughing at ourselves. <clears throat> okay, oh, they'll Zach. laugh at us. <laughs> here you go, Zach. I can't get that. <laughs> Yay! Okay. Whoa. That's enough. Okay. Ready for the second round? It gets just a, a little bit harder because... Can I do the second violin parts of those two? <laughs> there are no violins in these parts. In, oh, in wow, these, wow, yeah. wow. It just yeah. got really violent. Why? Yes, something like that. There's a joke there somewhere. Um, so, you know, maintaining the spirit of Schubert uh, kazooing his own songs, we are going to complete kazoo some of his songs. So if you know any of his songs, oh, right. the great thing about Schubert's songs is that they're very strophic, right? They repeat a lot of things. So you may be able just to, to guess it without really knowing it. Okay. Should we start with Felicia again? Sure. Here we go. Do you know this song? <clears throat> okay, you can do it. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> Thank you, Brad, for the support. <laughs> I guess there is a second violin part in this one. Okay, so we know that Ave Maria. Okay, Merwin, you're up. Here we go. You should know this because it's also a string chamber piece. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I, <laughs> I tried to speak into the kazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, Zach? Here we go. This is Zach's. A little more hard. Is this the same? 
I I got nothing. Well, just remember that he repeats. I don't know where we ended up. Okay. Which song was that? Uh, das Wandern. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've got three more, but I think we should just call it three quits more? at this point. Yeah, because they get harder after this. Can right? we get to Earl King? That'd be where I would feel good. With the, uh, the galloping. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, we can do this is galloping. extra credit. Yeah. I think we should all do this together. I agree. I agree. Yeah, exactly. That's where we're going. So this is, this is the extra credit. We all do it together. Oh, what comes next? Here we go. <laughs> Felicia, your turn. <laughs> Try it. <laughs> I can't even. I, I know what's supposed to happen. I just can't do it. Oh well, that was fun. Oh, I love we it. managed to waste almost the entire podcast. <laughs> well, you're going to edit like this down, do. right? Oh, I love I'm it. Gonna try. You're gonna try. <laughs> you take one of the most respected composers ever, oh. and we obliterate his memory by gazooing <laughs> through the entire idea. Yeah, but I think that you know he did a lot of that himself during his own lifetime. He certainly had a lot of fun. What was the cause of Schubert's death? He couldn't play this kazoo. It's oh. generally believed that so he died of syphilis. Of oh, really? Yeah. No. I'm just amazed at how young he was and how, if he had lived longer, what could have come out of him. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, consider the fact that if Beethoven had died at 31, we'd only have his first symphony. Oh, wow. That's mm-hmm. as far as we would have gotten with Beethoven. Wow. So, yeah. I mean, what might have been with Schubert? And as prolific as he was, we could have had, you know, 1,200 songs. Well, we talk a lot about, I mean, the pieces that we're, um, the piece that we're playing we t- is one of Schubert's late quartets. And we talk about that, um, thinking that, you know, this is contempor- contemporaneous with Beethoven's late quartets. But, you know, Schubert was basically the same age as Beethoven was when he was writing his early quartets. So, I know. To, so to sense that incredible maturity and the, kind of the architecture of it. It's really, really amazing. Yeah. There well, was, go ahead, sorry, I was just going to say that you know, there was a point in, um, when I was first getting into music that I, I thought chamber music was dull and boring and didn't have the great breadth of the sound of a full symphony. And I remember I was in college and somebody gave me a copy of, um, of Death and the Maiden. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it just shook me. And I remember feeling like, how is this sound coming from just four instruments? And then I started looking at the rest of his uh, his quartet repertoire. And he got it so, so good. And then you go into the uh, the quintet, which mm-hmm. is symphonic in its own way, adding another cello. Yeah. I, it just, it, it's... Um, it's the sort of thing that just seems remarkable and you have to stop and, and just accept it because if you think about it for too long, um, it, 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 it will annoy you with its its perfection. Yeah. Well, the most amazing thing about the score is it um, is its Prince written from the Prince 20th. Prince wrote it? Is, is that Prince <laughs> wrote it. It was at the time, you know, before he was, he was just using the symbol. Yeah, just a symbol, yeah. Um, but, um, so on the score, it, me- it mentions that it's written from the 20th to the 30th of June. In mm-hmm. you know, eighteen twenty-six. It's just yeah. stunning that some it is, and it's probably one of, if not the most difficult piece that's commonly toured. I think. I mean, I mean, there's 
more difficult quartets. But in terms of quartets that are in the standard repertoire, this is probably as difficult as it gets, which is one of the reasons that we've played it so seldom on this chamber series. We're talking about 887. 887, yeah. yes. So um, I remember reading in Gramophone Magazine, and they were trying to figure out what is Schubert's greatest work. Mm-hmm. And um, interestingly enough, I don't remember who wrote the article, but they, they, they put this as his greatest achievement. Now, mind you, he wrote a symphony called The Great, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of amazing to think about and how great the rest of his quartets were. Well, another thing that people don't necessarily know about Schubert, unless they've read about him or studied about him, is that uh, the majority of his works were not published until after his death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, a lot of music was not even discovered until many years after he died because his brother Ferdinand uh, had a lot of his music and, you know, let it out a little bit at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, he gave his unfinished symphony to another friend who, as far as we know, may have lost half the symphony and just turned in what he had left, mm-hmm. and that's why it's unfinished. I mean, there are a lot of different theories as to why that symphony was left with only a couple of movements. But uh, and, and a lot of his works were discovered later and brought to light. Robert Schumann discovered one of his symphonies, uh, Arthur Sullivan of Gilbert and Sullivan found some of the uh, music for the, the, the play Rosamunda, which mm-hmm. is uh, very well known nowadays. So a lot of this music in Schubert's time was not really known. He never uh, actually heard a professional performance of any of his symphonies. Yeah. He heard like a high school level orchestra performance of symphonies one through six. Of course, he wrote those when he was quite young. But uh, so – in his orbit, it all focused more or less on the chamber music mm-hmm. and on the songs and stuff that could be performed by just a few people. Sure. And they would get together and have these evenings, you mm-hmm. know, the Schubertiades, mm-hmm. where they would sing his music. And uh, I think he poured – and into the piano works as well. I think he poured some of his deepest, darkest, uh, you know, yeah. feelings uh, and philosophy into a lot of that And, and he was writing piano works that weren't – uh, sonatas. He was writing short individual works, which yeah. kind of fit along with his songs. Um, and that kind of started this this romantic sense of just writing piano music for the sake of writing yeah. piano music without writing two other, three other movements. Well, we think of Beethoven as the harbinger of the romantic era, but Schubert right. really did a lot and, and, yeah. and saw into that future and, and composed music that certainly served as a launching pad for a lot of other uh, composers. I think that his piano music is is less like Beethoven and you can see early, you can see easier lines though, though the music doesn't necessarily show it but the style may uh, to to Chopin and to to Liszt. Okay. Well, I think that brings it to a close. <laughs> we we sort of just scratched the surface of uh, Schubert. Again, the concert is uh, Sunday at 7 o'clock p.m. at the Toledo Club, the Schubert String Quartet Number 15, alongside music by Jean Francais and Camille Saint-Saëns. More information at toledosymphony.com or 419-246-8000. Toledo Symphony Lab is generously underwritten by a gift from the estate of Barbara Garwood and is a production of WGTE Public Media in collaboration with our sponsor, the Toledo Symphony. You can download episodes of this program as a podcast by going to our website at wgte.org and Apple Podcasts. 
We want to hear from you. Give us a call and leave your comments or questions at 419-418-0012. We may use your voice in a future episode. Again, that's 419-418-0012. And remember, you can check out all the upcoming events at the Symphony by visiting their website at ToledoSymphony.com and their various social media outlets, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. My thanks to Zach Vassar, Merman Sue, and Felicia Canny. I'm Brad Cresswell, and this has been Toledo Symphony Lab on FM 91.